It's Casey. And Lauren. And this is... Magnum B.I., the podcast where we dive deep into a new topic each week. Per usual, we're going to bring a little bit of comedy, a little bit of banter, and... Gay baseball. Gay baseball at the bat. Tell me about gay baseball. Oh, boy. (laughs) Where do I begin? What if this was, like, out of context and we hadn't talked about gay baseball before this? (laughs) And I was just, like, holding you at gunpoint, like, Casey. Tell me about gay baseball. Mr. HIV AIDS, tell me about gay baseball. (laughs) Okay, first of all, (laughs) we're going to need to give... Um, Would you prefer Mr. <coughs> Sex Lab? Yes, that's Okay, I'll, I'll use that. <laughs> Not to, like, keep the HIV stigma alive. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I have two I have two stories about my professors. Excellent. I hope to God that no members of the Binghamton faculty ever listen to our podcast. Also, with all light and love and respect, I dearly hope that... <laughs> owners of my job <laughs> are not listening to this are, right though. now i they're great people though they're so nice i mean I, they're you know I, I hope they don't fire me for being nasty on podcast main what would you what would be fireable i think i said a slur in episode one well of course <laughs> <laughs> naturally <laughs> just um, out of context it sounds bad if you don't know i'm queer yeah i think they know baby girl Okay. Well, on that note, Casey, tell me about gay baseball. So I have two stories about Binghamton University faculty. Mm-hmm. Without, I'm not going to give identifying information, but yep. one of my professors, we just recently found out, is directing a play about two male baseball players who fall in love. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to go surprise him at the play. He doesn't know we're coming or we know about it. When Casey first told me about this, I thought it was a league of their own, but with gay men instead of lesbians. (laughs) I think it's like similar. Yeah, but it's like a Tony Award winning musical. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very happy for him. I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah, no way. Um, Secondly, and Mm -hmm. this is fucking wild. Yeah. We, we, I really (laughs) hope nobody hears this. Uh We just found out. I'm not going to say the name of the band, but there was a very popular early 2010s band which had a hit song with Adam Levine. That's all I'll say. It was not Maroon 5. Just Adam. <laughs> just Adam. <laughs> just Adam. And we just found out one of our professors who is like the kindest, most like straight-laced, organized, professional person I've ever met in my life, mm-hmm. very quiet and like meek and kind mm-hmm. is married to their drummer <laughs> which is so crazy <laughs> and they have two children together oh i didn't know that yeah they have two kids and they were together when the band's like hit song came out that's crazy i wonder how much money they made probably it's a beca- lot because i'm thinking about like our friend whose dad oh. produced a song for the fucking house of mouse and he got paid nothing and they used it in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Who? Mouth it again. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know about the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. They made more. the they made the hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. What? Song. I did yes! not know that. Yes, they did. <laughs> so we know the guy whose father wrote "Hot Dog, Hot Dog, Hot Diggity Dog." And I convinced him to take his shirt off at my house multiple times. Yeah, you did. Lauren I sure did this did. thing in undergrad. <laughs> Where, in like, not, like, problematic predatory at no. all, but we would all be drinking together, and Lauren would be like, 
it's shirt off a clock. <laughs> and all the straight men would be like, yes, master. And they would <laughs> collectively take their shirts off. <laughs> it was so powerful. It was um, so, so powerful. Like, that's a resume builder. That should be a LinkedIn skill. Um, I guess you could say I'm an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, my only defense is I was friends with a couple attractive gentlemen and I'm a human being. Say it again. You're just a woman. I am a woman. Who's going to talk about goop? Oh, I can't. <laughs> also, gonna... sorry. Wait, really quick. Sorry yeah. we've been MIA for a month. It happens. It happens. That's <laughs> literally all we're going to say. I've, I've been sick. We've been busy. Casey's got important grad school stuff going on. He has a new work from home position, which Ooh. is exciting. Um, I've been taking calculus, but we're back, and I decided I well, I can maybe Goop could kind of be considered an MLM. No, actually, mm. no. It's like MLM adjacent. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about Goop and Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I can't wait. It's gonna be good. Ah, uh, want to get into it? I surely do. Let's do it. Woo. Woo. going to start my episode with a little bit of banter that um no never mind (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna start off with a monologue yeah i don't know why i said banter i Uh, love your like diatribes to open my diatribes i love them i love them it's become like a staple at this point you do unsolved mysteries and i monologue yeah and i love (laughs) and we love it works (laughs) all right so we're gonna get started The worship of pop culture icons has become a time-honored tradition about as American as apple pie. Whether it's Britney Spears, Tim Curry, Beyonce, Ian McKellen, Lana Del Rey, or Idris Elba, celebrities, musicians, actors, and actresses can gauge their success based on their relevance and public approval. In this worldwide popularity contest, the best, brightest, or wealthiest players take center stage in hopes of creating a legacy for themselves and going down in history as someone worth remembering. However, what is it about certain celebrities that makes them famous or infamous? That brings us to the star of our episode today. Largely regarded as one of the most universally disliked celebrities of the modern age, Gwyneth Paltrow has found herself under the scrutiny of public opinion once again while facing the legal ramifications of a skiing accident that occurred in 2016. Mm. But how did we end up here? What started it all? Gwyneth Kate Paltrow. <laughs> Obsessed. Wait, how does she spell it? G W E. No, Kate, Kate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> With a K. Okay, got it. <laughs> Let me set the scene. (laughs) Gwyneth Kate Paltrow was born September 27th, 1972. Does that make her a Libra or Virgo? What was it again? The date? December 27th. It's Capricorn. (gasps) What? Yeah. What? (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm a fake astrology girly. (laughs) She's an earth sign. She's an earth sign. She's 
not I wouldn't say level headed, but maybe yeah, well. maybe she's stable. Well, she's business. She's career she's oriented. Business-y. We know that much. She yeah. is businessy. Uh-huh. She was born in 1972 to a pair of wealthy parents in Santa Monica, California. Living the Nepo baby lifestyle before the word had even entered the cultural zeitgeist, <laughs> Paltrow starred in her first TV movie, High in 1989 which her father directed Mm. from there paltrow would go on to star in a number of other films including hook shakespeare in love and most notably the iron man trilogy nowadays paltrow focuses on her health and wellness brand goop selling luxury products to other middle-aged women like herself goop also functions as a lifestyle brand with paltrow's company offering retreats literature and semi-spiritual experiences much of which has been documented in her netflix docuseries her expertise in alternative medicine even earned her an interview with the podcast the art of eating well hosted by dr will cole which in part is what inspired me to do this topic for today and i think i might have talked to you about this interview because it was very, oh, yeah. very infamous. But for those who haven't heard about this, I'm going to set the scene. In this interview, Gwyneth is seen zooming from her multi-million dollar home while attached to an IV bag. I'm an early IV adopter. I love an IV, Gwyneth says. <laughs> an early IV adopter. Yeah. <laughs> I got into the ground floor. And I'm here today. I'm still being mainlined the vitamins as we speak. Look how hydrated I am. Look at how plump I look. Um, she, I love an IV, she proclaims, before launching into her 24-hour dieting process. Miss Paltrow begins the day with a cup of black coffee and a 12-hour fast so as not to spike her blood sugar. After that, she has a lunch considering a... A lunch consisting of bone broth before having a salad and heading to a nice early bed. Oh my god. When I first saw that snippet of that interview, I was floored. How do you stay alive? She's got the IV. Yeah, I guess. I guess. (laughs) But, like, hearing that just from an outside perspective, your first thought is, like, what the fuck is going on with this woman? Like, are you okay? And... That was the reaction from, like, pretty much every single person that, you know, was commenting on TikTok, of Mm -hmm. course, where I saw it. And I looked up a bunch of articles, and basically everybody that has seen the interview that isn't this doctor, doctor, um, with air quotes, that she was interviewing with during this episode has, like, universally panned this as, like, deeply out of touch, extremely harmful, and very dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, unattainable, because who has a fucking IV? But <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, my, when I first watched this, I was thinking to myself, why are we like turning to Gwyneth Paltrow as like a health and wellness guru? Mm-hmm. Like, what did she do to like accrue that title? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why is she Miss Goop? So <laughs> that was Gwyneth Kate Goop Paltrow. <laughs> Miss Goop. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Ivy Goop. Excuse me. Excuse Ms. me, Miss Goop. Goop. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was why I wanted to do all this research. I was like, is there is she a dietitian? Yeah. Is she a, a lifestyle coach? Is she a doctor? Mm-hmm. We're gonna dive into that. So 
How did goop begin? <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Would our grandparents be proud of us? <laughs> <laughs> Would our ancestors smile on us from heaven? No. <laughs> no. The Goop brand began as a health and wellness newsletter that Paltrow would put out semi-regularly beginning in 2008. She would include an editor's note at the end which would detail her current state of mind and advice for her readers. Using this carefully crafted girl-next-door image she had been crafting throughout her career as a movie star, Paltrow began sharing her health and wellness routine with her newfound subscribers. And even though, like she very clearly is not like a relatable girl next door person she would play that character a bunch like in all her movies Mm -hmm. so she's like i i love my bone broth (laughs) (laughs) read my newsletter and everyone's like slay when it's slay you're so skinny you're so skinny (laughs) and so um from the beginning, Paltrow's newsletter was just absolutely chock full of um, new age medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would recommend her users do very strange things. For example, um, she recommended, you know, for mental health help, people should police their own thoughts, eliminate white foods, and nourish their inner aspect. Okay, first, I have two questions. <laughs> <laughs> three questions i'm gonna question all three of those if you don't mind what does any of that mean <laughs> what does that mean okay police your own thoughts you said that i was like i guess i can get bored on that on board with that maybe we can use a word that's not police but okay. yeah yeah second one <laughs> eliminate white food white food <laughs> white food like i guess I white rice white bread they're not great i don't even know if she means it literally like that could be like from like what is the goop what is the goop terminology what is a white food european food <laughs> <laughs> or like do we mean rice do we mean ri- like you could also say like flour yeah or gluten and we all know like in the lord's year of 2023 that we need carbohydrates to live you we do. can't cut out all white foods i don't know and the last one nourish your inner aspect i don't know what that means i don't either does that mean meditate like i just am astonished by this terminology none of it makes sense so but you know sorry i'm sorry but you know like some mom living in fucking topanga canyon was like yes yes Yes. (laughs) like she's sitting in her live laugh love kitchen like finally she gets it i've been nourishing my inner my inner being for too long <laughs> without any recognition she's sitting there with her her glass of wine and she's like gwen gets it she understands good thing this wine is red not white <laughs> we must eliminate white foods eliminate white foods <laughs> as my eyes go completely black and i'm activated like a deep state agent eliminate white food eliminate white food <laughs> but regardless as the newsletter began to gain traction amongst Paltrow's fans, um, pretty much any anyone with any shred of credibility was like, Gwyneth, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so uh, scientists and doctors who reviewed the content of the newsletter began to grow concerned by the information that was being distributed. And by 2014, 
the same year that Goop's readership surpassed 700,000 people. Jesus Christ. News outlets began to take notice of the brand. Doctors openly encouraged readers to, like, think critically and disregard the health and wellness tips being espoused by the formal former child actress with some media outlets even going as far as to call her recommendations ludicrous and straight up dangerous Mm -hmm. so what was paltrow encouraging her readers to do well some of the more notable recommendations came after the brand officially transitioned from newsletter to corporation a jump made by Paltrow and then-CEO Seb Bishop. I think that was in 2011. Um, Paltrow was blasted for offering increasingly expensive, wild, and strange treatments, all with strong ties to New Age medicine, some of which included encouraging readers to purchase and use jade kegel eggs, which after use would strengthen and rejuvenate the muscles of the vaginal canal and uterus. Mm. <laughs> this claim was universally panned yeah. by gynecologists <laughs> and still has no scientific backing yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. How much did the Jade Kegel eggs cost? How much do you think they cost? Uh, like $50? A little higher. 100 No. It was $66. Oh, my God. For an egg you put in your vagina. A Uh, a jade Kegel egg. I don't like it. (laughs) Don't like it. She also recommended coffee enemas as a means to detox and cleanse the system to aid in weight loss. Drag queen's been doing that for (laughs) 100 years. We all been doing that one. (laughs) But that one also has no scientific evidence whatsoever. Um, however, unlike the Kegel eggs, the side effects of this one could be fatal. (laughs) If you were like constantly flushing your body with coffee, it's not good for you. Surprise. Um, enemas aren't great for you, period. Yeah. Especially not with coffee. Yeah. Yeah. With something like perishable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stop that. Don't do that. Um, she also promoted the works of a so-called medical medium, who used his knowledge of the paranormal to offer medical advice to her readers. Oh. <laughs> and she also um, promoted stickers, which claimed to rebalance energy levels and were made from the same carbon fiber used in NASA astronaut spacesuits. What? Do you want to guess how much the stickers are? For like a pack or for, for a sticker? For a pack of 10. How much? How much is that? Ten dollars more than the eggs, oh my God. <laughs> and you can't even reuse it. You're supposed to wear them for three days, so you really get your money's worth. But ten stickers is seventy-five dollars. Oh my God! A pack of twenty-four stickers is a hundred and fifty dollars, and you just put them on your body. Yep, and they rebalance your energy because they're made of carbon fiber from NASA spacesuits. That's. <laughs> People are starving. Like, this should be illegal. (laughs) There's no People are dying. There's snake oil. Yeah. Oh, God. Which, you know, perfectly transitions us into the next criticism of Goop. Everything is too fucking expensive. clearly. Like, all of their marketing basically hinges on Gwyneth's, like, girl next door, approachable 
persona thing that she's crafted. It's like, I want to be like her. I'm just like Gwen. And you can't feasibly purchase 24 stickers for 150 no. fucking dollars. No. So I've crafted a little game for Casey I here. I love these. I love these. As soon as Lauren said, I have a Google Doc to share with you, I knew something was good. Yep. So I've put together three goop items okay. for Casey, and I would like him to try and A, well, describe them to the listeners, and then I want you to guess how much they are and tell me what you think they are. Okay. And then I will tell everybody what they actually are and how much they cost. First one. Yes. Which Lauren has labeled item one, wand. <laughs> um, okay, I don't know if you all listeners played on the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> Do you remember, not the Wii remote itself, but the little nunchuck that you clipped onto your remote? It mm-hmm. was like a little, it looked like a vibrator. Yes. It looks like that. Yes, it does. Slash a vibrator. That's it looks actually, exactly like that. That's actually a really good comparison, and I didn't think of that until you mentioned Even it. Even with the little, it has a little, like, circular thing that mm-hmm. looks like the joystick. Like, mm-hmm. it looks exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an infrared red light coming out of the bottom of it. Yes. Um, and noteworthy, I think, it's in the palm of a white woman's hand. Sure is. White woman has no nail polish on. <laughs> She's very clean. <laughs> She's very clean and Gwen-esque. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what it does. You don't know what it does? I'm assuming it's a sex toy. Kind of, yeah. I don't know what it does. How much do you think it costs? Oh my god. <laughs> like, same as this, the 10 pack of stickers, like 75 bucks? No. How much? Guess higher. 100. Guess higher. 150? Guess higher. Like over $200. Guess what the f- <laughs> Like $300? Almost. 350. Keep going. 400. This is a $400 vibrator. <laughs> this Casey Adrian, let me introduce you to the V Fit Gold. Nope. Nope. I don't want to meet her. <laughs> The V Fit Gold. And this is first of all, it's white. This is not marketed as a vibrator. This is marketed as a personal health tool. This device uses red light, vibration, and gentle warmth because it's heated. Ew. It's self-heated to stimulate local blood flow to the tissues. And you're supposed to be able to use the the fucking infrared to like sense blood flow and pH. And everything else. Does it have like a reader on it? I'm not sure. You pair it with an app, and then the app tells you if your (laughs) vagina is sick (laughs) after you've paid four hundred dollars. Do you think Gwyneth gets that information on her phone? Do you think she gets like push notifications? (laughs) It goes straight to the Goop server (laughs) and then straight to her phone. Annette in Virginia has a yeast infection. Her pH is way off. It's fucked up, girl. It's $400. This product is $395 or only four interest-free payments of $98.75. Only. Only. (laughs) And you can own this (laughs) and keep it in your home. What's it called? The V-Fit Gold by Joy Lux. I'm looking it up after because after the pod, I want to look at reviews. (laughs) <laughs> and see what it says. Yeah. That's a good plan, actually. Oh, actually, actually, they're really good. 
the the reviews? I yeah. would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> for this kind of money. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, anyway. Are you ready for the next item? Mm-hmm. All right, Casey. <laughs> next next item, please. <laughs> Ooh. Um. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Picture it. You're at a burlesque, or no? You're at a um. Oh my god, what's it called? Oh my god. Oh my god, what's it called? The dances you go to where you're wearing masks. Masquerade. A masquerade. You're yes. at a masquerade, <laughs> masquerade. ball. Um, and Grimes comes in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like a futuristic masquerade, like eye mask type yes. thing. But it looks like it's made out of like hard plastic. Yes. And it's like gold on the front. Yes. That's all I know. What do you think it does, and how much do you think it costs? I literally don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it either, like, helps with your crow's feet somehow. I would say so, yeah. Or it, like, vibrates and opens your, like, fucking love chakra or some shit. I don't know. Like, what? How much do you think it costs? I, I don't know what to guess anymore. Well, this is less than the vibrator. $100. $200. Oh, my. What does it do? This is the DRX Spectralite Eye Care Max Pro. That answers nothing. <laughs> this red light therapy treatment for eyes helps boost collagen, smooth the look of wrinkles, firm and refined texture in just three minutes a day. The high-tech, hands-free, skin-perfecting device uses 96 LED lights to deliver amazing results around the eyes. This also has no scientific proof to back it. <laughs> this is literally just, like Casey said, a plastic mask with infrared lights that you put on your eyes for three minutes a day. Okay. I'm going to post two things. <laughs> yes. One, Botox probably does not cost that much. No. <laughs> two, imagine you are a middle-aged person. Mm-hmm. You walk home. Mm-hmm. Your stay-at-home wife. <laughs> You get home a little early, and she's sitting in the kitchen. <laughs> with this on? With this on, pleasuring herself with a, with a <laughs> with V-fit ma- gold. With the magic vibrator that's also infrared. <laughs> and you say, our kids can't afford food. <laughs> we had craft dinner four nights in a row. And you spent over $600. <laughs> they also have a more expensive version. What is that? Which looks like C-3PO was put <laughs> through a shredder. It looks like a C-3PO jockstrap. It does. That's $455. Yep, yep. But the other version is only 200 or two easy payments of $100. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Are you ready for the final item? I don't think so. Casey. This one confuses me the most. I'm going to say. Okay. It. Not like not in the way that it looks. <laughs> Because I've seen this a million times in my life. <laughs> I see this at every, like, every, like, thrift store in America. I don't know if you've seen this one in particular, well, I, though. Probably not, because it probably costs 10 grand. But it's a yoga mat. Anything else? It's like a threaded, I don't know, it's like a really thick, like, woven, threaded yoga mat. It looks like a, a really small rectangular area rug. And some woman in all white is laying on it like she's about to be sacrificed. (laughs) How much do you think this costs? Does it, like, does it move? Does it vibrate? Does it have 
I infrared will, beams. I will say you can plug it into a wall. Um, there is electricity involved somehow. Like $70. Higher. More than the V-Fit. This is more than the V-Fit. This is more than the eye mask. $400? It's more. $500? Way more. <laughs> Se- seven, eight, $1,000. This is a $2,000 <laughs> mat. Casey Adrian, let me introduce you to the Goop Healthline Rainbow Mat. This Healthline Rainbow Mat is filled with seven types of natural gemstones. Amethyst, sodalite, blue lace agate, green aventurine, yellow aventurine, carnelian, and red jasper. They warm up with far infrared heat to become a hot stone surface that can help you relax and ease tension in the body. This is a yoga mat with rocks and an electric cord. (laughs) For $2,000. And it weighs 28 pounds because it is filled with rocks. And oh, and by the way, it's non-returnable. <laughs> There's a like a clause yes, that says that. Yeah, it says that on the website. You cannot return it <laughs> at all. Lauren, that is like all sales final. It's it's literally, I'd say, like from this photo, it's like five feet long and two feet wide. If that. If that. If that. Like it is like a small throw rug. And once again. I would say, if anything, the only benefit would be that the mat gets warm and it feels good on your back. I will I go, <laughs> I will sew some pebbles and a heating pad into my throw rug. And get the same thing for like maybe $45. <laughs> if that. Oh my God. But yeah, um, <laughs> those are the selected items from goop.com. Casey, thank you for playing. You're always such a good sport. I'm a little angry. <laughs> I am too, because this entire thing is such a scam. But people still give Gwyneth their money. While I would say most of like the internet that is somewhat informed on Miss Paltrow um, is pretty outspoken in its distaste of her lying, scamming, and incorrect medical information, the goop still brings in an estimated $83.6 million dollars. A year? A year. Oh my god. I know. Her key demographic, which is older, mostly white Gen Xers and boomers, continue to purchase her products and rely on Paltrow's carefully crafted persona to act as a promise of authenticity and efficacy. Yes, if you steam your vagina, you too can look like Gwyneth Paltrow for only $2,000. You can borrow my fucking rice water. result it's all snake oil (laughs) but like you know i i feel like i've been very vehement in my distaste of this entire thing i think the thing that makes me so bent out of shape about the whole situation is the fact that this like carefully crafted clean girl persona is just a a load of horse shit Mm -hmm. like while trying to remain quirky and relatable and crunchy it's very cleanly, cleanly, it's very keenly obvious <laughs> that Paltrow has never once been in touch with the general consumer. Yeah. She's grown up in immense wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, she's lived the life of a movie star. 
and then transferred from that into the life of a micro-influencer and wellness guru. And being a scam artist is not a great recipe for credibility or charisma, I would say. It's just a lose-lose. And maybe she's aware of this. Who knows? Um, Paltrow herself has participated in a number of spoofs at Goop's expense. She put out a fake luxury diaper called the Diaper. (laughs) That's French. (laughs) Which... way (laughs) which graced the hollowed halls of the goop newsletter in may of last year maybe this is why she put out that heinous interview a few short weeks before the ski trial began we've all been conned drawn into a web of carefully crafted misinformation and addicted to watching the trolley barrel down the tracks with paltrow behind the wheel despite the negative spin put on this version of fame paltrow covets it nonetheless you know I'm sure on some level she believes that her jade eggs, coffee enemas, and infrared rainbow blankets are doing some measure of good. Maybe she truly believes she's helping people. Or maybe she doesn't care. Who knows? Regardless of what she believes, as long as Paltrow's golden goose is still laying jade vaginal rejuvenation eggs, Ah. Goop will continue selling them for $66. Wow. And that's goop, baby. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy to me? What's that, and Casey? <laughs> when you were first telling me about her interview, I was thinking this. Uh-huh. And it's interesting. Like, I don't really know what to make of the fact that she is, like, she consciously does spoofs and stuff. I don't know what to make of that. But I just think it's interesting. If you're trying to have this brand, mm-hmm. like a, not like a quick money grab that you're going to give up on, but like a long, sustainable $83 million a year brand. Because this has been going on since 2008. Like, and clearly it's... it's Lucrative. It has longevity and yeah. it's lucrative. If this is a con, it's a long con. Very. But it's just interesting to me because it's like, if you are trying... Because it's all her. Like yeah. It's, no, nobody would buy that mat if it didn't have Gwyneth Paltrow's exactly. name attached Exactly. To it. And it's crazy that she would do an interview where she's clearly talking about some, like, very, likely very unhealthy and, like, just bizarre and attention-grabbing diet that she has. Like textbook disorder eating. Yeah, like, really, really, you know, <laughs> clearly Blatantly. bad eating. Yes. It's interesting she would do that so publicly when she's trying to sell these health and wellness products for a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Like, to people. Because, like, if you're trying to break into a mainstream market and Mm -hmm. you're not just selling this to, like, the crazy rich who can throw $600 away on a mat, you don't want to paint yourself as someone who has disordered eating and unhealthy habits. Or someone someone that's, like, been publicly lambasted by the media, has, like, dealt with multiple lawsuits Mm -hmm. concerning all of her really dangerous and ineffective products yeah and she just keeps doing it because she thinks it's funny but people still give her fucking money yeah that um netflix docuseries came out within the past couple years this wasn't like before the controversy Mm -hmm. and the entire thing is just filled with pseudoscience she's like yeah and now me and my employees are going to sit in a circle and talk about our vaginas and then they talk about these supplements they're selling for 70 bucks a bottle and it's like what in the world are you like, doing? Like, and that's fine and good and great and whatever. <laughs> if you're doing a newsletter, mm-hmm. if you're, you know, if you're keeping it small and, and whatever. 
But when you have a revenue of almost $100 million. Mm-hmm. When you have the reach of more than 700,000 people. Yeah. Millions. And, like, there are women who can't afford gynecological care. There are women who, like, can't get an, an, an abortion yeah. anywhere nearby. Yeah. Like, at that point, it's, like, you should be, like, maybe taking a bit more social responsibility yes. for what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. Because, like... If you're making your entire business out of selling snake oil, how can you sleep at night knowing you're harming people yeah. and just, like, taking advantage of them? I think that's kind of what the spoofing is. It's almost an admission of guilt. But yeah. I I don't know. I will never pretend to understand what's going on in Miss Gwyneth's head. The spoofing is just really interesting to me. Right? Like, she went on SNL and was, like, in a skit spoofing goop. That's can't just believe so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> spoof and goop. Spoof and goop. <laughs> she was on Saturday Night Live. Spoof, spoof and, and goop. goop. <laughs> that sounds like um like a thing you'd say in a dare program. These kids are <laughs> spoof and goop. It's dangerous out here. Have you heard of goop? <laughs> this is your brain on goop. <laughs> but but yeah, those are my thoughts on Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, I think. Celebrity idolatry, regardless of whether it's positive or negative, is uh, bad. Mm-hmm. We sh- I don't think she should have a platform, even if people are hate-watching her. I think she should just stop selling goop. I have two more things to add really quick. Please go on. One, she was on an episode of Shark, multiple episodes of Shark Tank as an investor. Snatching more items for her goop yeah. empire? Yeah. Why? And she like invested in like the wellness <sighs> things and everything. Oh, God. And when she's on there... I forget what it's called. There's like a Mexican fruit. A fruit? A Mexican fruit. The goop fruit? (laughs) You smoke it. No. (laughs) I forget what it's called. But it's like a Mexican fruit and somebody was making some food item out of it and they were selling it. And all the other investors were like, I've never heard of this. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, it's really big in the wellness world. I put it in my smoothies every morning. (laughs) And like, of course, she's fucking invested. Yeah, of course. Yeah. it's called. Um, but she's clearly painting herself as, like, a serious business person. And she wants to be taken seriously. Like, that's what the entirety of her business model hinges on, is people taking her seriously. Like. And taking her claims at face value. Enough to spend $600 on a, a rug of rocks. S- sorry, $2,000. $2,000. on a rug. A rug of, a heavy rug. With rocks. <laughs> With rocks. And an extension cord. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, have you ever seen the movie Contagion? I have not, no. She was in it. She dies. She was <laughs> patient zero in the world pandemic oh, of no. the movie. That hasn't aged well. Nope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but even in that movie, she's like the woman next door. She's like casual, like, you know, soccer mom, yeah, businesswoman. Just, like, just a lady. Just a lady in the suburbs mm-hmm. who is like wafy thin and like gets this like unknown disease and is holding a cup of tea with both hands and is like i can picture it I now don't feel well yes exactly <laughs> the wind's blowing her hair back she's dressed in an all white she like has an image she like has an image yeah exactly attached to two thousand dollar rugs well i think if i was gonna go down in history for something i don't know if i'd want it to be that but that's for sure gonna be her legacy yeah, more power to her well <laughs> thanks for gooping with me you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk about next week casey well next week yeah i am going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart something that a few weeks ago i said i'd be talking about 
and then promptly didn't. <laughs> and promptly forgot about probably, it immediately. Promptly was like, let's do George Santos. Mm-hmm. But well, next week. That was a good episode. Thank you. You're welcome. Next week, I'm going to be talking about um, 2010s hipster Tumblr culture. Yes. yes. I've been looking forward to this episode mm. for so long. Something I was involved in. Something <gasps> that forever shaped the trajectory of my life. You were on the ground floor. I was on the ground floor. <laughs> and, um, yeah. God, that's going to be so good. I'm so excited. I'm so, I have so much to say. So, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. We're going to banter. We're going to giggle. We're going to gaff. Casey, in the meantime, where can they get more mag? Well, they can get more mag <laughs> um, at uh, goop.com <laughs> forward slash vlet gold. Goop.gov. <laughs> Goop.edu.uk. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, No, they can get more Magnum um, on Apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. Spotify, on TikTok, and Instagram at MagnumBIPod. Yes. Um, They can email us, MagnumBIPod at gmail.com. Yes. Um, Where else? YouTube. Oh, and YouTube. And YouTube. And YouTube. (laughs) And I think that's about it. So until next time. Magnum. Bye. Bye. Please give to our Patreon so I can buy the <laughs> V-Fit Gold. Please send us money so Casey can purchase and get back to us on the eye mask. I need the infrared. What do you need it for? To check my pH. <laughs> check the pH of what? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>